1: Welcome in on a Wednesday edition of the show. Hopefully, all are doing well. A lot to get to, like usual. Going to talk some BYU basketball today with the Cougars kicking off their fall practices as they get ready for the season at the end of next month. They have a month and a half here to get really ramped up and get going. We'll talk about what storylines to pay attention to as the Cougars kick off practice. Also going to play an exclusive interview I did with BYU wide receiver Braden Cosper. Great story as a kid who has overcome two straight years of season ending injuries. Had a great conversation with him and I think he's a guy that's easy to root for. Let you know more about him in that conversation and of course we'll catch you up on everything else going on in BYU sports news like we usually do. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Built Go as well as All Guard Pest Control. We'll tell you about both of those companies here in just a little bit as the podcast rolls on. Alright, let's waste no more time and get to it here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 14th, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thanks again for taking some time to download your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars with us here. Our goal here is to make you guys the smartest BYU fan in the room, as well as passing along insider tidbits that you will not find anywhere else. So thanks again for taking some time to check us out. If you haven't done so already, hit that follow or subscribe button so you never miss an episode of this show as we talk BYU sports. Getting rolling here on a Wednesday. Let's talk some BYU basketball, folks. Later on this evening, if you are so inclined, some of you may be out watching high school football as uh, the Utah Utah high school football scene wraps up the regular season by and large tonight. There will be some games tomorrow, but with fall break, going this weekend. A lot of the games get moved up. So you may be on the road watching a son or a family member playing football. But if you're not, there's an opportunity for you guys to watch the BYU basketball team in action. Uh, BYU TV is going to give exclusive access to the BYU men's basketball program's first day of official practice. That'll begin at 6 p.m. Mountain Time on the BYU TV app and BYU TV.org. Don't ask me why they can't broadcast this live on actual BYU TV because it seems like that television channel could use all of the live sports programming it could get, but I don't make those decisions. Regardless, Jerem Jordan and former BYU guard Anson Winder with other special guests will offer commentary from the practice and preview the 2020-2021 squad. Uh, Interviews with Mark Pope and select players will also take place during and after practice. Uh, We as the general media will have media availability afterwards as well, so should be an interesting glimpse into what BYU does in practice for you if you want to watch Watch that I do wonder, though, how much uh, insight you'll get, because I know coaches are notorious for wanting to keep things on the down low, being very careful about what they reveal to opponents and all the different things that go into just being a college coach. There's so much paranoia. It's kind of funny and comical in a way, but also just straight up weird at times. But regardless, Mark Pope's been a very open coach with us in the media, and I think it's a great opportunity for you guys to see the Cougars in action this evening. Some of the storylines to pay attention to and keep an eye out for. I do wonder this year how BYU is going to revamp this offense. Of course, last year, one of the best three-point shooting teams the most efficient offenses in the entire country. That's what really powered BYU to as high as number 14 in the country. Uh, They finished finished at number 18 due to the NCAA tournament being canceled. But can BYU revamp this offense to fit more of its skill set? Or do they think that they have the pieces to do exactly what they did a year ago? I think on paper, this is a different looking team. In the front court, BYU went from being one of the smallest teams in recent memory in terms of just not having anybody outside it felt like of Colby Lee and Yoli Childs to having potentially six different guys along the front line who could step in and play meaningful minutes. I look at guys like Matt Harms, Richard Harwood, Gavin Baxter, Wyatt Lowell, who's probably going to be out for a while due to a shoulder injury, but regardless, Colby Lee also in the mix there. Just their so many big guys on this roster that I feel like BYU has an opportunity to really play inside out this year, unlike what they did a year ago. Is that what Mark Pope's going to favor as a former big man himself? That I don't know. I think he would like to do that, but I look to see tonight and also going forward when we have media availability to hear from these players and coaches about, okay, what do they make of this? What is BYU looking like? What do they plan on doing? But if I had my druthers and I had my way of telling Mark Pope what to do, which I don't, let's be clear about that. I would tell him to play inside out. Use guys like Kobe Lee. Use Caleb Lohner to a degree as well. Use some of these big guys and attack the basket. There's athleticism there, especially with guys like Gavin Baxter, Matt Harms. uh, Richard Harworth just an absolute force on the interior. There's athleticism, but also a lot of size on that interior. So why not go up and dunk it on everybody and make people foul you? I think it would be a fantastic way for BYU to go about things. They can still keep things relatively balanced with the three-point shooting on the perimeter. You're going to need, need to see guys like uh, Connor Harding as well as Brandon Averitt and Alex Barcelo show that they can shoot the three at a high clip. I'm excited for a guy, by the way, and I know every year, if you've listened to this podcast for the past two years, it seems like every year going into basketball season, I have a I will call a pet favorite player. It's, I got, it's a weird term to use. Last year, it was uh, Gavin Baxter before he got injured. I'm still very high on Gavin. But this year, it's Trevin Nell, the sophomore guard uh, from Woods Cross High School. He's now a sophomore, dealt with a thumb injury a year ago. But I'm telling you, folks, I think he's going to emerge this season, barring something unforeseen happening as one of BYU's best players on the perimeter and quite possibly the Cougars' best perimeter shooter. I know that's a very bold prediction, but I'm excited to see what Trevinell brings. I like the balance BYU has struck here with this roster. They have a lot of size on the interior. The backcourt, if you put Brandon Averett and Alex Barcelo out there together, it becomes very, very small. Both of them 6'1, 6'2. And oh, Brandon Averett listed at 5'11, so even smaller than that. Alex Barcelo at 6'2. So it's a very small backcourt. But having guys like a Richard Harwood and a Matt Harms, who I predict will probably be your starting tandem at forward and center if you want to designate them as such. I think that makes up for that. The shooting's got to be there, folks. you got to see BYU shoot at a high clip. And I think additionally, another storyline to pay attention to going forward here is how do the new guys on this roster gel with some of the holdovers? And I already mentioned guys like Matt Harms. You have Gideon George coming in, who Mark Pope, when he spoke to the media a few weeks back, says he can defend four different positions on the court. He's just an absolute bulldog out there. How does Brandon Averett come in and... and supplement what a guy like Alex Barcelo may lack. Does Spencer Johnson come in from Salt Lake Community College and provide the lift and size on the wing that can really help a guy like uh, Trevor Nell? Can Caleb Lohner come in and be a freshman sensation? I think there's a lot of storylines and a lot of question marks around this newcomer group of how they will fit in and will they buy in to the whole moniker of the best locker room in America that Mark Pope and his staff have put forward. I think that they will, at least you hope that they will, and that should give an opportunity for BYU to do some fun things this year. Of course, we're going to have to sit back and see what happens with the Cougars this coming season, and I'm excited to see them in practice tonight on BYU TV. Also catch up with coaches and players afterwards, and we'll have some of their comments on tomorrow's show. But I think the biggest thing going into this is there's a lot of optimism for BYU basketball despite a ton of turnover in the offseason and I think it's due to the fact that Mark Pope has proven at least through one year that he has the capability of working with what you give him and he makes the best of it I think he's got a better roster this year top to bottom in terms of the balance I'm not saying the top end of the talent's better because you have two potential NBA guys on last year's squad in both Jake Toulson and Yoli Childs but I'm telling you what, I like the balance of this roster a lot more than last year. It was a very guard and perimeter-oriented team a year ago, simply out of necessity. This year... They have multiple ways to hurt people, and I'm excited to see them go out there and prove that. We'll see how they look in practice tonight. All right, coming up here in just a second, we will talk some BYU football, let you know a little bit more about our special guest on today's show, and that is our good friend uh, Braden Cosper, a sophomore wide receiver for the BYU football program, a guy who has dealt with multiple injuries for the majority of his career in a BYU uniform to this point, has been a revelation in fall camp, and now actually made his first official start last week against UTSA a pretty phenomenal story and let you hear from himself about his rise to being one of the top five or six receivers on BYU's roster seemingly out of nowhere we'll get to that here in just a moment today's show is brought to you by our good friends at built go guys many of you know and if you don't already Outside of doing this podcast, which I absolutely love doing, I also work in sports radio. I'm the executive producer for DJ and PK in the morning on the Zone Sports Network. That requires a lot of early mornings during the week. I'm usually up about 3.30 in the morning, getting into work by 4.30 or 5 at the very latest. And usually by the early afternoon, guys, I am wiped out. I hit a wall physically that I just struggle with. Uh, A lot of times I was looking to see if like a soda or whatever or an energy drink could get me through it. I'll tell you what, there's been a break. New product that's been put out by our good friends over at Built Bar. It's called Built Go, and I want to encourage you guys to check it out. They're asking everybody right now, What is your wall? Is it physical? Is it mental? Regardless, Built Go makes you the best you at whatever you do. No matter what it is, guys, Built Go is phenomenal. Right now, they have a special going on. You can get an offer to check out Built Go, try out this unique product. I'll use the promo code LOCKED for 20% off your order. What I love about Built Go, guys, is it combines all the benefits of a gel that uh, you can easily consume. It's not heavy on your stomach if you're working out or out on the job site, no matter what you're doing. It's not heavy on your stomach. It doesn't feel like you just put an anvil in your stomach, but additionally, it has lasting energy. None of the crash and burn that you get from the energy drinks or the five-hour energies out there, but the best part is it's delicious as well. There's three different flavors right now, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, as well as chocolate mint. I was terrified of the chocolate mint. I was like, oh, that can't be that good of a flavor. I have to tell you what, I've been pleasantly surprised with that one. So I would encourage you guys to check it out. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein as well. It's a great supplement to your diet and I would encourage you guys right now, go to BuiltGo.com learn more about this product. And right now, if you use the promo code LOCKED, you'll get 20% off your order. It's a phenomenal way to save some money and also help you bust through those walls that you run into each and every day, guys. That's are good friends at Bilko. Go. Go to bilko.com. Use the promo code Locked and save 20% off your next order. I had a chance to catch up with BYU wide receiver Braden Cosper yesterday during media availability. Had a one-on-one conversation with him, and I think this is a pretty phenomenal story for Braden. He's a guy who had an ACL injury when he first showed up to BYU, and the funny thing is he did it the same day that Hank Tweelotu tore his ACL. But then came back, uh, was rehabbing, getting himself ready to go, and then suffered another setback with another injury related to the original injury that required a second procedure on his knee. So in essence, Braden Cosper has been at BYU for three years now, but he's just finally getting on the field to a large degree this year. A former uh, first-team All-State honoree by the Deseret News out of Bingham High School, Currently has two receptions for 22 yards. That's his career total as well. But he has a great story, I feel like, a great backstory of overcoming all kinds of odds to become a guy who started a game last week against UTSA. So without further ado, here you go. Braden Cosper with myself on the Locked On Cougars podcast. I think a lot of people have been waiting to see you on the field this year. They've been waiting to see the kid that they saw at Bingham high school. How good does it feel personally for you to finally be out on the field playing for BYU?
0: Uh, I don't even know if I can put it into words. Um, Being able to be back out there uh, feels great. It's been, um, it's felt longer than it's actually been, I think, but yeah, it's, it's felt awesome. And, you know, you kind of look back on all that work that you've done and you just get a, I don't know. It's just a, it's a great feeling.
1: Okay. The way I understand it, you have actually had two surgeries. You had the ACL originally, and then you had a secondary procedure afterwards. It's pretty much cost you two years at this point. Am I correct? Yeah, you're correct. So how tough was that? Obviously you come in with all these high aspirations thinking, you know what, I want to go out and play for BYU. I want to do this as a freshman, all this, all these different things. And then you get two seasons essentially taken away from you. How tough was that?
0: Super tough. I, I, uh, I mean, I think that's, that's tough for anybody. You, you come in and you have your goals and and things kind of, you know, get derailed. Um, I thought, you know, especially after the first surgery, that's a, it's a long time. And then you come back and it happens again. So it's definitely been been tough, but I think there was things that I needed to learn and, and things that needed to happen. So I'm grateful for it. And uh, I'm glad I can go through that and, and come back
1: from it. What were some of the lessons you learned through that? Obviously, you said it felt longer than it actually was, but what did you learn through the process?
0: Uh, I learned that... Um, especially that you need uh, a lot about mental health, I think. Um, It's definitely tough on you physically, the injuries, but I think it wore on me mentally, what I was telling uh, Ben. I think it wore on me mentally a lot lot more. And I think that was a lesson I needed to learn uh, just kind of with myself and kind of rely on other people sometimes. And you can't always tough it out uh, in football and then – so that was, I think that was the biggest lesson that I learned.
1: You guys, your teammates have seen guys like Chaz Ayu and Kyle Griffiths. They've actually been doing a lot of things with mental health and mental health awareness with the Hillinsky's Hope situation. Have you been involved with that?
0: No, I haven't. But um, seeing that, I, I really respect those guys. That's a tough thing, obviously, to uh, to come out and talk about. Um, respect those guys. I'm um, glad we have guys like that on the team. I think it just goes to show uh, the togetherness that we have and the camaraderie. So really commend them for that.
1: Yeah. I wanted to ask you about your relationship with the wide receivers in particular. I think many of us that cover high school football, like myself saw you and Dax when you played for Bingham all those years ago, we're a great one, two tandem at wide receiver. How cool is it now that you both are now standing out on the field at BYU finally?
0: Super awesome. It, you know, it feels like the old days. Um, yeah, you know, that's my guy. Uh he uh we both had a different uh kind of route to to playing. Um and so it's it's been cool to be back out there with him and super happy that he's uh having such a great season.
1: What's your relationship with like Gunner and Neil Pau, et cetera? How are you, how are the other receivers with you?
0: I think as a receiver room, I think we're all tight. Um everyone wants the best for each other. Um no matter who's who's playing or or uh, what's going on, I, I think even in late in the game when you know those three those main three guys come out, they're still cheering for everybody on the sideline, and you know it's a uh, everyone's super cool in there, and and Fessy helps bring that all together as well, so.
1: I have to admit uh, in some of the conversations I've had with Fessy, he kept telling me, Hey, there's this kid, Braden Cosper. You probably know his name, but he's injured, but when he gets healthy, he's going to be a guy that we can count on. He told me this multiple times uh, and I'll I'll attest to it because he kept mentioning your name. What is your relationship with him? Like,
0: I think it's definitely grown, uh, especially this year. Um, I really uh, I'm grateful for him trusting me, you know, throughout this whole process. And I remember kind of him calling me before the season even started during the whole uh, coronavirus thing. And he was just like asking me where I stood with, with the whole injury thing and, and what my plans were. And, and he backed me a hundred percent. So just super grateful for him and super grateful for him giving me a chance, you know, after all this time, I don't think many coaches would have been willing to do that. So super grateful.
1: Yeah, I wanted to ask you, how close, did you ever consider quitting? How close did you get? Uh, was it ever in your mind to be like, you know what, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I need to hang it up.
0: Yeah, it crossed my mind a lot, actually. Um, you know, come in the spring, I didn't do any spring ball. And this fall camp was kind of like my last, I'd come to come to a conclusion in my mind, you know, like, I was going to give it everything I had this fall camp. And and if my body couldn't hold up, then I would probably have to hang it up, um, which, or if I couldn't play at the level that, that I was used to. And that was super tough, but luckily my body has been great. And and everything kind of panned out the way it did. So, yeah.
1: How gratifying was it to get your official first start last week?
0: Uh, it was great. Uh, it was kind of just uh, how things worked out, like with the play call and everything. But uh, yeah, super cool. It's been a long time coming. Um, again, just just totally grateful for everything.
1: I wanted to ask you: You're a bigger-bodied receiver, uh, six foot three, two hundred and some odd pounds. What? Well, I guess how would you describe your game as a wide receiver?
0: Um. Yeah, just kind of how you describe it, just a big physical guy. You know, I'm not going to blow by you. Um, but I like to take pride in my route running, uh, take pride in, in using what I have, uh, knowing what my strengths are, and uh, using those uh, to my advantage.
1: You guys got a short week here as you get ready for this game against Houston. Can you give me a little bit of a scouting report of what you see from the Cougars on defense?
0: Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're a solid team, uh, lots of man-to-man they um, they're going to definitely be our our toughest opponent that we've played so far. Uh, It'll be a good test for us. They're a great team. And so we're looking forward to it.
1: You mentioned they play a lot of man to man. What is the key to beating man to man coverage in your opinion?
0: I think it's just uh, being confident in our abilities. You know, I think we've gotten a lot of man to man in the past Uh, teams, uh, don't respect that we can beat them in our one-to-one, one-on-one matchups, but I think we've shown that we can do that. And so I'm excited to see what we can do out there.
1: I wanted to ask you just one question about UTSA. I know the the philosophy around there is once that game is done Monday, you guys seem to move on, but I wanted to ask you in terms of looking forward to this week, did the way you guys won that game where they gave you everything you guys could handle, did that help you guys realize, Hey, we got to bring our a game every week. For
0: sure. Um, and we always talk about never taking any win for granted, even if it's a, a grind out one like it was uh, last week. So I think it was good for us to uh, to get a challenge and kind of see how we handled that situation. And uh, I have no doubt that we're going to uh, keep going.
1: Lastly, I wanted to ask you in terms of the mentality of this team, what uh, has been, I guess, the big key to you guys staying so focused week in, week out and pushing yourselves to a 4-0 and record in the number 14 ranking?
0: Just controlling what we can control. I, I think we didn't know if we were going to have a season, but we could control that we were going to work hard and, and play like we were going to have a season. So uh, I, I think that's just been the biggest thing, controlling what we can control, and uh, everything else will, will work itself
1: out. Well, Braden, can't thank you enough for taking some time. Looking forward to seeing you back out there on the field Friday night. and Moving forward, and here's to continued good health for you. Appreciate you. Thank you. There you go, BYU wide receiver Braden Cosper, and it's good to hear him really believing in himself, trusting his body. You heard him say there was a thought that if it didn't go well in this fall camp, I would just hang it up. And that'd be very easy to understand for a young man like that after dealing with multiple setbacks due to injury. It's just one of those things. When you're playing football, you're playing any sport, or I think in anything in life, when you have multiple setbacks, it becomes discouraging. There's no doubt about it. But you heard him talk about the fact that he's really found his groove. He's enjoying what he's doing. Fessy Satake, as well as the other wide receivers in the room uh, with him, including his former high school teammate, Dax Milne, have been very important to him, uh, building and getting better and better each and every day. So here's the hoping that Braden Cosper can continue to grow and become the player that BYU fans expect him to be coming out of Bingham High School. I'll tell you what, though. This is a kid, and Braden's got similar measurables to last year in Talmadge Gunther, and of course, Gunther had a great senior season by all accounts. I'm telling you what, Braden Cosper He's got the same exact dimensions as Talmadge Gunther, but I think he's more athletic and he's faster than Talmadge. He may quibble with that, but that's just my personal gut feeling on this, and it's good to see a guy like Braden Cosper getting his opportunity and looking forward to this game on Friday night against Houston. All right, we will wrap up today's show here in just a moment, catch up on some of the news, including an opportunity to get some of the best-tasting donuts around on Sat on on excuse me on Friday ahead of the game against Houston. We'll get to all of that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. Guys, All Guard has been with us for, what, two years? Now and Seth and his team are the best if you need pest control services, and many of us do. This time of year, as the weather turns colder, you're gonna have a lot of those creepy crawly things moving inside your home. They want to get where it's warm, just like you guys do. This is the time of year to have your home treated to make sure that you have that barrier up so that they're not moving inside your home and all of a sudden surprising you when you move that box. You haven't moved or regardless, rocking out from underneath a crevice. It, you never know what's going to happen with these creepy crawly things. Ants, spiders, all of the like. Regardless, trust All Guard Pest Control to take care of you guys. We're going to start doing something unique here with All Guard Pest Control. Seth Baird, the owner, a huge BYU fan, by the way, guys, if you didn't know this, massive BYU fan, but he actually is going to be coming on the show on Fridays and answering questions about your pest control needs. I think it's going to be a cool thing for you you guys if you've got questions i have an amp problem i've got i don't know mice problems no matter what issue you might have with your pest control needs, Seth can address them on air with us on this podcast and help you guys abate the problem and hopefully answer some questions that some of you might have that are afraid to ask. Additionally, we are going to do a giveaway here with All Guard Pest Control for a free treatment for some of the best questions sent in. So like I said, every Friday, Seth Baird, the owner of All Guard Pest Control, is going to join me to answer one or two of your questions, guys, and you guys will be entered in to win a free treatment from All Guard Pest. Control. But regardless, you don't have to wait for that right now. You can call All Guard Pest Control anytime you guys need them to take care of your pest control needs. They take care of my home. I would encourage you guys to trust them to take care of yours. You can check them out online at All Guard Pest That's All Guard Pest Controls with an S.com. An easy way to check out all of their services, capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front. And they want to make sure that your life is just a little bit easier so you guys don't have to worry about all of those pests that may be trying to get inside your home this time of year check them out once again that's allguardpestcontrols.com additionally if you'd like to give them a call phone number is 801-851-1812 that's 801-851-1812 send in your questions now we'll have seth on to talk about some of the issues with pest control this time of year and we'll be doing it every friday right here on the locked on cougars podcast I a couple of notes for you guys before we go on today's show. First things first, BYU's game against Boise State, which was originally scheduled for a Friday night, before BYU's schedule got blown up by the Mountain West, among others, that game has now been re-added to the schedule. Was originally slated for Saturday, November seventh. It's now been moved back to Friday, November sixth, with kickoff slated for 7:45 p.m. Mountain Time on Fox Sports One. I think it'll be a fantastic opportunity for BYU to play on a Friday night. A little bit later than normal on Friday night games, but regardless, having FS1, a national affiliate that many people get on basic cable, will be a big opportunity for BYU up there on the blue turf against Boise State. A couple other notes for you guys real quick uh, include a Cougar Tail Pickup. This week as BYU gets ready for their game against the Houston Cougars Friday night. They did this earlier this year. Uh, you can get Cougar tails from BYU Dining Services Friday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. You can place your order for Cougar tails, no matter how many you want. You can go to BYUcougars.com. There's a link there on the homepage. And you also can get buttered popcorn if you'd like to as well. So you can get all of your game day snacks from BYU Dining Services and pick up on Friday ahead of the game against Houston from 9 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. available at Lavelle Edwards Stadium in the West parking lot there. One final note for you guys today we need to get to is congratulations and good job to BYU Women's Golf. They open up their season in Arkansas in Jonesboro, Arkansas and actually saw their improved play throughout all three rounds of the Lady Red Wolves Classic. Alicia Mae Mateo finished second overall Tuesday afternoon, so fantastic showing for her individually. Uh, she posted a final round of two under to finish in second place overall. She finished three strokes behind the tournament winner who's Julie Hovland of South Alabama. So a great showing for Alicia May Mateo. BYU as a team did finish in 5th place overall at 42 overall. But a great showing to open up their season nonetheless for Alicia Mae Mateo and BYU Women's Golf. Good to see other teams in action with their seasons underway. They'll be back in action later this month when they head to the Cowgirl Classic at Carston Creek Golf Club in Stillwater, Oklahoma. That'll be on October 22nd and 23rd. So there you go. Everything you guys need to know about of BYU sports today. Looking ahead to tomorrow, we'll talk a little bit about what we learned from BYU practice this evening. Mark Pope and players speaking to the media and of course, we'll also catch up on everything going on with the BYU game against Houston. We'll start taking a look at the Cougars versus the Cougars. What to expect from Dana Holgerson's team. So a lot to get to ahead this week on the Locked On Cougars podcast. Follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked On Cougars. My personal Twitter feed is at Jacob C. Hatch. And of course, you can always reach out to the show anytime by emailing us LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address a big thank you once again for your continued support make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening in from and join us each and every day have a great day this has been the locked on cougars podcast for october 14th 2020 and we will talk to you guys tomorrow